Hi everyone. Today we're doing a special quick podcast on remote work during the Corona apocalypse. I know I told everybody that we were going to do something on homeschooling this time and alternative education that is coming up later this week. But today we are joined by remote work expert, Christina Anderson, and we're going to dive into some things you can do to stay productive during the quarantine time. Talking about remote work. Uh-huh. So Christy, you've been working remotely for several years now. I have. And given what's going on with the world right now, there's a lot of people going into remote work. So a lot of people are thinking about, a lot of people are for the first time experiencing remote work and it's mm-hmm. kind of commonplace instead of just being something. Well, it's actually kind of funny because you, before it was sort of the most in-demand perk that you could give somebody, right? Whereas now it's just everybody expects it almost. So, I don't know, do you think that's going to change how people think about remote work? Do you think people are going to be working more remotely more often now? Or what kind of impact do you think that's going to have long-term? Honestly, it's hard to say. When this all started happening, I was like, yes, it's going to encourage remote work. There's going to be more opportunities and companies are going to see that it actually, you know, that they can continue to function with with their employees working from home and that they will be productive mm-hmm. and you know they um and so i think in some situations that will be the case and um and then also people who never had the experience of working remotely will you know have now will now have had the experience and we'll see if that is a if that's something that they enjoy doing or if right. it really works for their lifestyle right um and so before we start yeah. talking you were talking about how different industries are going to get hit, right? And that could have an impact negatively. So do you yes. think that this is going to be mainly a problem for giving, giving your economics expert? <laughs> do you think this is going to be a problem for primarily for the travel people? Or do you think there's going to be other local businesses that are going to pro- have trouble with this as well? Oh, well, I mean, I think, yeah, there's, there's many different ranges of, of, of businesses that this is going to affect like a lot of things surrounding events like proms and graduations and weddings all these things are being postponed right now right and so every, all of those small businesses that are associated with that and that's their that's that's kind of probably what they survive the rest of the year on yeah a lot of people are kind of worried that it's going to be a recession but i was googling it today just to kind of see the other side of the story because obviously the first thought you would have is that this would cause a recession um, what's going on with the shutdown of everything pretty much. But there's some thought that it won't because some people are saying that the economy will pick up towards the end of the year and that'll make up for what we lose here. Mm-hmm. And I see some logic in that. Yeah. Well, and then also, um, I was just, I was talking with someone and they're like certain comp- uh, computer companies, you know, they're seeing a surge in, in their computer prices because people are buying computers and laptops mm. for their remote work. Guns. And, and guns. Yeah, there, there's, there's <laughs> I just a saw a meme guns. on that. Yeah, so, and like toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, what do but, you think about that? That so, toilet paper thing. Yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, the toilet paper. Why are people buying so much toilet paper? Well, it's because they're, they're thinking they're going to be in lockdown for like a couple weeks. And but the thing I don't understand <laughs> is, is that they're not 
even in Italy where it's really bad, I'm, as far as I understand, you can still go. I, I have friends in Italy, uh-huh. a, fr- a friend in Italy right now. Yeah. So Elizabeth, if you're listening to this, <laughs> have fun in your hotel room. Oh man. In Italy, they're even allowed to go to the grocery store. You know, so why why are people so afraid that the toilet paper is not going to be there? You know. Well, that's because there's some people who are thinking, oh no, I need a, I need to have my emergency. Um, pile, right? Mm, and so they're, mm. they're buying that for that reason. And then other mm. people are saying, uh-oh, everything's leaving and I need to get my, you know, then they start worrying about not getting it when they need it. Mm. So, and then, and then there's also other people taking advantage of this financially and be like, hey, if I like buy out all of the hand sanitizers, I can just resell it. Which you know? well, a lot of people are, are telling people to report those people if they come across yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. So, so that kind of, that could be changing things. And then, you know, for instance, yesterday I was just going to make a nice French chicken meal. Mm, right. And then I just went to the grocery store just to get my chicken and it wasn't there. So then it's kind of like, okay, well, so that's where... So you get scared. You, you want to go, you want to go buy a bunch of chickens, yes. put them in your coop in the I backyard. I, I saw like, uh, oh, there was some, they were putting out boxes of frozen quail and I'm like... Oh, really? And so was my, my, my little human panic thing was like, well, Quail could work, you know? But okay. Quail's pretty good, isn't it? Oh, it's very it's good. But it's not the same kind of thing as chicken. Right, it wasn't right. fresh, so... I and it wouldn't work in the same recipes. No, so I understand. I, I kind of understand how, like, you know, what's driving people to do it, but... Yeah, so I read something online, and this is in... I just I don't know if you read the article I, I just published it last night. Did you read the one about staying home as a young person? No. <laughs> That's okay. I just the truth comes out. I just published it last night. It's okay. Okay. But, uh... I was writing about how something I came across because that is that part of the reason why people are buying toilet paper is that when there's an emergency situation, uh-huh. they want to they want to clamp down on one thing they can control, mm-hmm. and that even though like cause none of us can control what goes on with this virus, pretty much, right? And we can't even really control entirely what happens with us, right? So they were like, I'm going to buy a bunch of toilet paper. That's one thing I can control, and that makes yeah. them feel good. That in an emergency situation, they have that one thing they can rely on. Yeah. Which just to me, just it's not like. What's needed right now is not toilet paper, you know. Yeah. And also the problem is too is that by doing this, they're actually putting burden on the supply chain. Yes. Because if the supply chain's strong, if you just left it there, it wouldn't be a problem. Exactly. Just take so. what you need for take. I mean, you should have enough toilet paper for the month anyway, right? I mean, you get yeah. toilet paper, you're pretty much good for a while. So I don't yeah. really see the yeah. So it's too bad. All this kind of fun because back in you know my early college days toilet paper was always the thing I forgot but it's actually yeah it's quite the necessity (laughs) in trying times (laughs) yeah I'm not too worried about that yeah another thing too that people should not be buying and I don't know if you know about this do you know know anything about the N95 respirator masks that talked to you about that yet yes or do you know about that from somebody else no from you I remember you were telling me this so basically I I, I don't know I think anybody who hasn't listened to Joe Rogan's podcast about the coronavirus should listen to it because he kind of lays out, Mm -hmm. they lay out a lot of real facts about it. And one thing I found out from listening to that is that the surgical masks you wear don't actually do anything Mm -hmm. much. But for you, the wear, it's good. Some people say it doesn't go either way. I don't, it's hard to say. It might, it might take it down a little bit. Plays into that control element. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm wearing a mask, I'm safe, right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas the respirators do actually do something. Yeah. I think they filter out like some high percentage of mm-hmm. airborne ball stuff or mm-hmm. everything. But the problem is, is that young people in particular should not be buying these things because right. young people are at least at risk right. and they're needed by healthcare professionals. So that's yeah. another thing people should not be stocking up on. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Can you think of anything else that people shouldn't be stocking up on or doing right now? 
Well, pretty much everything. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like goodness, young people can survive off of canned tuna, right? I mean, yeah. there's a lot that um, that young people can do away with, and so I just feel like just to think of your the good of your neighbor, yeah. the easiest thing, just kind of relax because I mean, the problem isn't the getting the virus. You know, it's just we're, we're trying to. Um, we're trying to allow people who do need help being able to get the help yeah. that they need. So it's not like we're, I don't know. And it's interesting in Canada, I heard that the grocery stores are, have certain hours mm. where people over a certain age um, can come and they will restock the shelves for them so that mm. they can get the supplies nice. that they need. Yeah. That's nice. So it's really, it, it, I think is is the, the people who are most vulnerable to this virus are the ones who, uh, it would make sense to stock up on things because mm. if they need to be... Yeah, they really do have to stay isolated. Yeah. You know? So that's another thing, too, I, I'm thinking of is along these lines before we stop talking about the remote work stuff. Mm-hmm. One thing that also occurred to me is that a lot of churches, for example, and a lot of things that need money... Yeah. Churches are a big one because they rely, they're closing all over California. Yeah. So one thing people should keep in mind is if they can, if they can start basically thinking of donating to churches during this time at shutout. Yes. I think that was that's one other thing I would recommend people do. Because yes. otherwise they may just not have those things that they take for granted most of the time. Yes. Rely on their weekly contributions and mm-hmm. that's, that's not gonna be happening right now. So No, that's a very good point. And actually even donating towards um, any kind of relief for people who are out of work or out of yeah, just in, in a tight place right now because yeah. but you know for us we have we can continue to work. And right. that's such a gift. And so it's, it's not were, changing our life. It's not much. really changing our life. But there's a lot of people where it's it's going to hurt them for a while. And right. we're just kind of keeping those people in mind, too. All right. So people who are just starting to work remotely for the first time. Mm-hmm. One thing I'm thinking about that's a little different than for us is that we have we've been working remotely for at least I've been working remotely for oh, maybe almost four years or like that. Three yeah, and a half same. years. And I have it sort of set up. So I, for I'm be, in my mind, I'm working long-term remotely, so I have sort of a lifestyle set up around that. Mm-hmm. So what is the difference between someone who has a long-term plan to work remotely and someone who has a short-term plan to work? Like, what is the mindset difference there, and how should people handle that? Oh, I think there's a, a huge difference, because if you're looking at the long haul... Um, you, you can make different, um, you can make bigger changes, long term, short term. It's kind of like a lot of maintaining. Yeah. Make, maintaining what you've already been doing. So kind yeah. of like keeping the, keeping your schedule, um, maintaining the, the your current workflow given all of the new distractions you're now going to have to face with yeah. kids being home from school. And, it's pretty brutal yeah. for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So what kind of barring this aside, how how do you stay productive when you're working remotely? Oh my goodness. Um, I thrive. <laughs> I thrive working remotely. I don't know. I have a lot of time to reflect on what I'm doing. Um, but definitely, definitely waking up earlier, like way before my start time, just because that gives me uh, time to work out or time to just like get mentally prepared for the day, have my me time. And then I have a lot more energy to tackle what's, what's in front of me. And then and then also having a boundary, because I think that when you work from home, you might think, oh, well, I can, you know, do work here and I can do work in the evening or at night. And sometimes, depending on your lifestyle, you may need to work different hours of the day. But mm. having that boundary, like, OK, my lunch break is here. Yeah, I'm off here and kind of keeping up with that. 
Yeah, and a lot of people might be working extra hard right now because of the crisis that's going on. They are. Are they? Mm-hmm. I think so, so. I think so. But while they're doing that, I think there's probably still ways they can break up their day. Yeah. Like they can go, you can still go for a walk and it's not like you can't go outside. So that's one thing to keep, take advantage of is maybe go, go out for a walk. Yes. Maybe uh, you may not want to visit people too much, but maybe call, give them a Skype call. Things like that. Yeah. Hey, and another thing too is if you have a coworker that you enjoy doing work with, I mean, you can do FaceTime and you can just be working and mm. not even having a engaging conversation, just mm. sort of That's feeling that. Yeah. So, yeah so. so what are some other reasons? So a few other reasons besides the coronavirus that's happening that's causing people to work remotely. Uh-huh. This remote trend was already happening. Yes, especially and in our area. Why do you think that, that, that that's the case? Do you, have any, do you have any ideas around that? Have you looked into it at all? I, I would say a lot of it is just like the, the amount of people who are now moving into like California specifically in the Bay Area, certain key locations are seeing tons of more people in and increased traffic. Mm. And so a lot of people, you know, could, instead of spending five hours commuting, that's a lot of rest that could turn into really good productivity, yeah. you know, at their own time. And then also you have different states who maybe want to have a really good worker, right? And, you know, they if they offer remote work, they have more selection. Exactly. They they I think that's a huge part yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Because you have, you have companies that are right now... I don't know how this is going to affect it, though, with the virus going on. I don't know if the yeah. economy is downturn. But as far as up until this happened, our economy was doing great. Yeah. And people could not find enough people right. to work for them. Mm-hmm. So by opening up, by enabling remote work, you're actually widening your talent pool mm-hmm. and allowing yourself to meet people you otherwise wouldn't be able to meet who might not be in your local vicinity. Right. That's another big reason that people have been doing it. Also, people who work remotely are happier. So it's yes. a kind of a way to keep, keep people working there longer. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big one. Whereas during the coronavirus right now going on, it's all kind of flipped on its head because people are, people are just now a lot of people working remotely. So I don't know. And yet it is kind of, it's not, <laughs> I, I think because it's all topsy-turvy that everyone's really stressed about it. It's not like this, oh, luxurious, so we're going to no. work from home now. No, it's like people are stressed about losing their jobs. So again, you know, they're trying people to work extra, extra hard, you know, they're balancing. Well, it's probably a good thing home. to do though, to yeah. work extra hard and not feel, I mean, that way you feel like you're doing something, right? Because actually the, the best thing you can do if you're a working person is mm-hmm. just to keep being productive right now. Right. If everyone just yeah. head for the hills, then we'd really be screwed. Well, the problem with trying to, you know, really work extra right now is then that you could get burnt out. Again, if that was more long term, because as you, even if you're a remote worker, there is this weird disconnect that you have to adjust because you're not, you're not in with your coworkers, you're not seeing everything that's getting done, and so you might feel like, oh, I mean, should I be working every second, you know? That's, uh, a, that's a good point that you bring up, too, is that why are some people better at working remotely, do you think, than others? Why do some people really, like, crave the remote work scenario uh-huh. and then other people just kind of are really scared of it? Well, I mean, coming from an education background, I mean, <laughs> we're always taught that kids have different ways of learning, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I think adults have a different way of working. And for some reason, that's kind of forgotten. And so there are some people, I think, who may need that human connection, mm-hmm. You know, some people may need that time, that space away from everything just to kind of hone in on their, um, on their work. Mm. So. And do you find working remotely harms your productivity or increases it? 
increases it. Mm. I definitely being being an introvert, I have a lot more energy I can spend on mm. on projects and. That's another thing too. Is that people? I guess people who work remotely probably do tend to have more time for other things, right? Yeah. So, what are some things that you're able to do because of working remotely? Well, you know, just continuing on the whole introverted thing, I have a lot more time for friends and a lot more energy for friends and family. Mm. You know, I'm like, on the days that I do go out and, and um, have meetings, but I do some days have to go out and have, have all day meetings and then hit traffic on the way back. Those days I'm, I get home and I'm just, I'm out, I'm done for the day. But when I have my work from, from home days, I definitely, you know, I clock out and, you know, I'm ready to experience something in the day. So. Mm. And do you have any like passion projects that you're able to do? Oh my goodness, yes, too many. Like, <laughs> no, what I'm are those? <laughs> um, well, I have uh, my art. I'm working on my art business mm, okay. side of things, and I'm also taking online classes just to dabble into some coding and. Mm. And uh, so, what are you doing for your art business? My art business, well, part of it is just painting. So I do need a lot of, you know, I need a lot of time to create and produce work mm -hmm. and then also part of that is maintaining my website and social media and learning new 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 techniques going to workshops you know there's, there's a lot that kind of goes into that so I appreciate the five hours i don't have to be commuting oh yeah but <laughs> which day. is probably something that a lot of people aren't i think in america in general the average commute time is maybe i don't actually know what it is maybe around 30 minutes but in, yeah. in Cal places like California and New York, probably too, or other metropolitan areas, that commute time can shoot up a lot. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people who commute pretty far. But one thing I wrote about too in a recent article about working remotely and how to stay productive is, well, one of the things is that people can't do is they can't anymore work at cafes. So that's, at least in California, mm -hmm. you can't really just take off and go to a cafe anymore because of the shutdown stuff. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, like you can't go and yeah. sit at Starbucks and work yeah. anymore, which I figured was happening. You also, just recently, my gym closed down. My gym that I go to, so you can't even. I was already not going to the gym. Mm -hmm. It just didn't seem like a smart thing mm -hmm. to do. It's already a gym fest. Anyway. It's already a gym fest. You're already likely to get sick. But then I was yeah. reading that people, because people don't really know a lot about this virus, and people are read people. A lot of people have different ideas about how it stays alive. But some mm -hmm. people seem to think that a it might be able to stay alive on the air, mm -hmm. which they're not really sure about that yet. That makes it sound really scary, but. It's <laughs> but that, you're not that, safe in your own home exactly so they're not sure about that yeah. but one thing is that they do also think it can stay alive on metal interesting and if you go to the gym and you're lifting weights that's like you know yeah. you're literally touching metal all the time yeah so it just seems like that was the last thing you should be doing yeah. if you don't want to be spreading it some other things people can do how do you think people can try to stay healthy while working remotely during these couple weeks instead of just you know sitting on the couch eating cheetos or something tempting Always tempting. No. Uh, that, that's actually a good good question. I would say, for right now, we still can go outside. So go for a run or walks are exceedingly help, uh, beneficial for right. your health. If you have some weights at home, you know. Mm -hmm. So I would say just kind of a little goes a long way. Just kind of. How about that. like food wise? Like, are there any are there any like recipes that you tend to do or any uh, anything like that? recipes that you tend to make for yourself do you have like any like nutrition routine that you do i do i love having leftovers in the mornings so, like protein and vegetables if i can mm -hmm. and i like to stock up on a good breakfast like allow myself a good breakfast and i usually have energy throughout the day so yeah. that's the one meal i 
I was gonna say, don't skip. Because <laughs> that's one thing that I've had, I've noticed about working remotely, mm-hmm. is that all of a sudden you have a chance, even if you're not typically a, a sedentary person. Uh-huh. Like I was never a sedentary person my whole life. Uh, like going to college, things like that, I was always right. on the go, yeah. and it was easy to go on the go because there's a lot of stuff within walking distance. Mm-hmm. But if you're working remotely, and there's not, especially if you're working remotely in a more like more suburban setting or mm-hmm. something or rural setting mm-hmm. there's not a lot of like places to walk that are convenient to walk to and things like that right. so what are you doing now because i know that you are a big you go to the gym all the time yeah I haven't, like. thought, I haven't thought that far ahead yet okay. I don't know. <laughs> i've just been going for a walk i've been going oh, okay. for probably like five mile walks every day okay. literally yeah and i've been losing weight actually walking i'm serious yeah. walking is amazing well because walking doesn't just give you exercise you you calm your mind yes which calms your stress yes so and then you tend to maybe drink more water too if you're walking i don't know mm-hmm. so you, it's not you kind of are, you don't like dehydrate so quickly that you can't replenish it yeah no honestly i think a lot of things is around stress yeah when you stress you eat less yeah you know but when you're working from right. home there's mm-hmm. the opportunity just to eat stuff at, at oh all times gosh, yes right mm-hmm. so i don't know maybe setting meal times things like that is a good idea if that works for you i mean there's just a lot of self-parenting that goes on when you start working from home. Yeah. Because yeah, so there's just a lot of discipline that you kind of need to adjust to. Mm. And then, so what do you what do you have any advice for uh, people who are homeschooling for the first time? Because you work with a lot of parents who homeschool. Mm-hmm. So how do you think parents can try to handle that during like they might? I mean, how long are schools shut down for around here? I think somewhere three weeks. So it depends. Yeah, I've heard, I want to say I've heard five weeks, but I could be wrong five about that. Weeks? I could be wrong about that. I don't know. I'm, I don't keep up with this. <laughs> I probably should. Um, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, mean, it's, I think it's really challenging for parents because, again, it's not long term, you know. Mm. Um, but, yeah, part of my, my job is to be these coaches for parents who are homeschooling. And, and there's a lot that goes into it. And it's really hard for kids because they're used to home being the place that they're, they get to relax. That's their, their downtime. And you as a parent don't have that relationship with them of being their teacher. So I think um, allowing, allowing it not to look great right away, but then also uh, just to work on setting up disciplines for your kids or just, mm. just sort of like just to stay on top of it more. But how do you, um, how do you handle it if you just feel overwhelmed? Like you just feel like you can't handle it. It's too much. Like how do you, how do you keep motivating your kids? Oh, I think it's hard because I don't know what what the, what the schools are doing. Like, I mean, if they're giving them packages, I think they're homework. having them work. I think a lot of them are having them like do online courses. Yeah. So not only are you parenting yourself, then you're also parenting your kids. Oh no, I, so, I, I do you know anybody? I understand other, is, the the stress of that. Do you have any people who that you know that are home working remotely and now home homes with their kids at the same time? I do, and a lot of their kids are <laughs> uh, used to working on their own and mm. kind of self-motivated. So for kids who aren't naturally like that, you know, having some reward system, like maybe planning out the week for some, okay, mm. you can't go anywhere, never mind. <laughs> so you can find some <laughs> well, That's part of the fun of being homeschooled because we were homeschooled yeah. back in the day and I'm actually going to do a podcast about this on uh-huh. Friday about homeschooling, so it's going to be kind of interesting. Yeah. But we were homeschooled. I was homeschooled. You were homeschooled. Yeah. And... Part of the fun was is you could do a lot of things during the day that you yeah. couldn't do at school, right? Yeah. But that whole dimension's kind of gone now. Yeah. One thing, one thing that's kind of cool is taking advantage of online resources. Yes. So, for example, I don't know if this is I should Google this, mm-hmm. but uh, 
one thing I saw is that you can do virtual tours of the world museums. Ooh. So things like that would be super cool. Yeah. You know, taking advantage of that's another creative thing to do is to take advantage of those online resources exactly. to, to get kind of enrich your life and your kid's life. Yeah. 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 This is a perfect opportunity for parents to really be a part of the learning yeah. and kind of themselves falling, falling in love with learning, encouraging their kids to be interested in learning because that's something that's very much missing from, from being a public school. Yeah. I would say. And I think also if you're working from home, you know, you all can work together. You can kind of have a mindset of, Hey, we're, we're in this together. Yeah. You know, this is a big change for everyone and let's work as a team. Yeah. And yeah. And just kind of, you know, recognize that this is a tough time and, and no one is doing it perfectly. I saw this interesting article that I shared to my Facebook page about, it was on the first things, on mm-hmm. first things website. Have you, have you seen, read that one now? So that they were talking about how this is a time to kind of return to your humanity. Yes. Which is interesting. Yes. So it is, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's undoubtedly hardships involved and like crazy yes. for everyone. But there's this idea that, you know, people are, cause people are, I think the article was saying that the fact that we're so anxious about what this means for us, yeah. that we have to be home yeah. kind of shows that, you know, the, for the first time it's, there's no, uh, tra- no international travel, right? Mm-hmm. Which a lot of us are doing, especially mm-hmm. as young people. Mm-hmm. That's like a huge thing for us. There's no international travel. There's no parties to go to. There's no boardroom meetings. Mm-hmm. There's no commercial socialization. Mm-hmm. It's just, you're just stuck with your humanity all of a sudden. And people are really scared by that. Before this, I myself have even felt this weird, um, like, habit of just being on the go or habit of having to do something yeah. all the time and and that level of, of like mental concern over those things is really stressful. Oh yeah. And so now it's like, wow, I never, you don't realize the weight that all of these things have in your life oh, until yeah. they're gone. So it's like, I don't, even if I wasn't going to go see this person or do this event or just knowing that they're there to do adds, adds a level of something like yeah. a, a level of energy that now is like, oh like there's like this freedom of like, and I don't know, this, this lift. Yeah. It's not people to do those things. Yeah. It's interesting. Of course, this is what day three into this. <laughs> I say this now. How long has it been? <laughs> the people have been working remotely. Well, people were at first, it was only the big companies that were doing it. Actually, I don't actually yeah. know how many people are working remotely right now. People will talk well, about it. Like everyone is. Well, cause Bay Air is in shutdown. Like they, that's new. Yeah. That was yesterday. They, yeah. So I think there were most, uh, many companies were having their employees work from home or yeah. is encouraged. But now everyone but now pretty much has to. Unless if you're a, considered a vital industry, right. which I'm not sure what Toy constitutes paper. it. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know who makes toilet paper. I don't know do we get that from China or do we make it here? I'm Canada? Surprised. Also tech companies that help with remote work. Yeah. It's like, I was just listening to a podcast by TechCrunch and they're mm-hmm. talking about how Zoom has actually experienced, I think their stock has doubled or something. Interesting. Because Zoom is a, yeah. it's a, I don't know if you use Zoom at all, but it's a, it's a web conferencing software. Yeah, we use it for... Oh, do you use yeah. Zoom? Mm-hmm. So everybody's jumping on that mm-hmm. like crazy. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I read one article too, though, just to kind of about remote work stuff. Uh-huh. I did read one article that some people will never, I don't know. I didn't actually finish reading an article. I probably should, mm-hmm. but it was saying that some people now that they've, now that they've are left the office, uh-huh. many of them will never go back. Oh, interesting. Do you, think that's, do you think that there's some truth in that? Or do you think that people will mostly resume the same way? 
Oh my goodness, there's just too many variables. Again, it depends on who your employer is, right? Yeah. And who, where you work for. What kind of work from, you do. from Google, they're going to miss their nice food and their, you know, some perks True. there. But uh, yeah, I think I think this is an opportunity for people to really embrace that, mm-hmm. I would say. And then other people may be grateful for the commute that they face for their office work. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I guess that kind of covers everything, eh? Yeah, so where can people so. where can people find your art business? Oh, my art business! You can find me on the web at ksandersonpaints.com mm-hmm. and Instagram ksandersonpaints and on Facebook now ksandersonart. Very nice. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming and sharing your expertise on remote work. Do you have any I'm other Do you have any other helpful t- h- h- tips and hints for? for people and tips and tricks for people who are working remotely right now? Embrace this new opportunity and, you know, keep your chin up and good things will will come from this. Awesome. Thanks, Christy.